What's going on? This is Elder Tits. <laughs> What's going on? This is Elder Tenchi, and before we that's get a start- spoiler <laughs> warning for what might we say later in the show. And before we get started with this episode of On the Brain, we want to let you know that this is a spoiler warning. Spoiler you, heavy episode. Spoiler heavy. If you do not want to be spoiled, we have more episodes on our SoundCloud, on our Spotify, everywhere on our else talk you get. Boy. Everywhere else you get your talk your, boy pen. Everywhere else you get your podcast fix. But we're just letting you know right now, this is a spoiler warning. Peace. What, what is going up, on, people? people? <laughs> yes! <laughs> this is Elder Tension, and welcome to another episode of On, on the, brain. the Brain. Today, I got the guests. I got my The homies, Shut Up Rick boys the in the Rick house. Crew, part <laughs> of the On the Brain Entertainment Network. And we got the, mo- the most retur- recurring guest we've had in a, most in a while. Most recently. It, are you up to... Okay. He's up to recording, but he's... he's Fucking he's, feeling. He it. is just. He's just feeling. Because it right there's now. another nice podcast happening after this one. Yeah, so he's getting nice and and right. For right it. and relaxed. <laughs> All right. So what's going on, DC fans? All right. So, uh, mostly y'all know we talk a lot of DC. I was say yeah. This is this show isn't a DC fan cast. But I, it's just we just talk more just about talk DC than we do about, about the marvelous competition. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, I think you had, I think you had mentioned it recently. Like, the most we've talked about with Marvel is the movies. Yeah. But with DC, we've talked comics, cartoons, animated, animated. Um. Well, movies. for the most part, when it comes to like cartoons news. and television, news. Yeah. And li- and and some live action. No, stuff. but this is the thing. When it comes to TV and cartoons, DC's killing it. Right. Whereas Marvel's killing it on the movie front. So I mean, Word up. we have more. DC stuff to talk about than movie stuff. Yeah, so, all right. Because Netflix killed off all their Marvel shows, sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah, Dark Horse fucking stepping up. Image, you've been in the game 20-something years. What the fuck is your problem? You've given us three movies, maybe. <laughs> you were supposed to be the bad boys of comics, and all we've gotten is Spawn, and now another Spawn movie that's supposed to be happening eventually. So, one uh, one DC animated series who's been making a splash in the past few months has been the Harley Quinn animated series. Justifiably so. And to and to me and probably to um to some people that's basically the saving grace of the DC Universe streaming service. Um, I I wouldn't go that far because Doom Patrol and Titans are still really good shows yeah but i'm talking about as of right as of right now well yeah now because harley quinn was left field as hell like when you hear of a harley quinn show you think it's going to be along the lines not so much animation style but like maybe story wise Mm -hmm. of the animated series from the 90s but then this show is adult as hell i was not expecting as many f-bombs in this show i wasn't expecting any f-bombs at all I kindly heard it referred to as uh, DC's Venture Brothers. With a lot, you know what? Yeah. That is a good damn description. Yeah, no, that 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 definitely uh, that definitely checks out. So while we are while we are fans of Harley Quinn, going into you know, going I'm into a fan of Venture Brothers, right? Going into I like yeah, both. Yeah, but going into the uh, going into the Harley Quinn animated show, I had I saw and I saw interviews um, with with some with some of the with some of the cast, uh, uh, Kaylee Kaylee Cuoco, Alan Tudyk, and they. But he only has the one, right? Huh. Oh, jeez. Oh, and <laughs> they and they That's had a shut said, up, Rick. Call back. <laughs> and um, and also uh, Lake Bell, who who uh, played uh, Poison Ivy, and they all said that this was going to be a like sort of balls to the wall comedy, you know. Yeah, but and that's the thing. Like you didn't expect it to be as raunchy as it was, even with the MA rating. No, you didn't know what you didn't know what to expect. I went into this thinking like, oh, I'm just because I like the Harley Quinn character. I liked her since her debut in the anime debut. I'm a fucking idiot that pronounced the T just then. I've never done that before. 
since her debut in Batman the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I've been a fan since. And I was when the show came out, I was genuinely looking forward to it. Like, oh, okay, let's see how it goes. And then it went holy. When they say balls to the wall, yeah. they mean balls inside the wall. And, and they will tell you. <laughs> I was not expecting this show to be like it was. And I loved every second of it. Strangely, I'm still looking forward to the crowbar spinoff from Red Hood. You're an idiot. <laughs> If they give the, if they, if they give the Jason Todd's killer a spinoff, just like where the crowbar is now. That's how it's like before meets the Joker. Like how it was forged in steel or whatever. Barrack all salt for Breaking Bad. The crowbar. So you get to see where it was, where it was forged. Where, who, who bought it first, yeah. who the Joker stole it from, and the, like, who, you, who the Joker beat with? This, no, this, this, no, not even that. He got the crowbar specifically for Jason Todd. And there's like just a crowbar's perspective of his planning to murder Jason Todd, his mother, all the other stuff that fans voted for Jason Todd to die for. <laughs> I want crowbar to be a thing, though. <laughs> This whole premise isn't just I really, about. I really do. I want Crowbar to be a thing. I'm pretty sure whoever Joker stole it from, he beat with first before Jason Todd. So DC Universe's Harley Quinn animated series just ended. Well, season one just ended. Season one just ended, and shortly after that, we get the announcement for the season date two. for season two, which is unprecedented. Because it when it doesn't bother me, and I'm not confused about it in the slightest. No, but this is the thing: when it comes to a second season of a show, the fact that a second season's coming out like a month and a half after the first season ends yeah, is unprecedented. Yeah, but no one else has had two articles back to back about your potential canning. Still, <laughs> like with DC, oh. with DC and the current hold that they're in, and, and we actually talked about this at length uh, in, the, in a previous episode, um, what, if, what, if Marvel act, what if Marvel takes DC, check that out on all platforms. Um, uh-huh. The... Uh, Wherever you get your talk boy pen. <laughs> exactly. Or your hit clips. <laughs> the idea of the idea of the Harley Quinn... on Chatterbait. <laughs> okay, so um, so with, with, the, with the current state that DC is is in not and, and also not to mention the fact that while the Harley Quinn movie is getting decent reviews, it didn't exactly put butts in seats like they thought it was going. But to. still, like people are still clamoring for anything that isn't Batman or Superman. That's why and people that, loved Wonder Woman. People loved Aquaman. Not clamoring right. enough to you know bring box office. But they still did enough to do good numbers enough to warrant a sequel right. because people loved Suicide Squad and the sequel to that hey, comes out. How about we don't just like change it after the first week the name of the title of the movie? Yeah, that was that, a dumb movie. Like, because I fact, loved that name of that movie. The fact that that title even made it to I'm like okay, um, that's a little much. I mean, no, it's I a loved title, the name but, of that title. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. It's I mu- love it. It sounds like it's weird because it sounds like a Fallout Boy song. It's a mouthful. It's her Panic at the Disco song. It's a but mouthful. I still love the name of that type, that name of that movie, and the fact that they were like, eh, "Well, it's too long because people don't like to say more than five words." But that was like right after the first week. Still, the, it's fucking the fact stupid. that they changed it the first week that should have been a, that should have been a red flag right there. It's not a red flag. It's just people don't like to say that mouthful of words. Yeah, you know I would have forgot like halfway through. So I asked, "What did you see this weekend?" I saw no, I would have just said "Birds of Prey." That's it. Not you know you don't have to say the whole title. That's all it is. You don't need like if you're talking to somebody. I wonder how it is up there. Thinking- Oh, there's a lot of dummies that thought that those were two different movies. Like, do we go see Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, or do we see Birds of Prey, the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn? Oh, I don't know. What do we like? Uh, uh duh. 
But getting back to the animated series, this isn't just a, you know, a, a comedic, uh, you know, this isn't just a comedic series. We, 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 this is talking about the obvious relationship problems that, that is, that is the Joker and Harley Quinn. The Joe Quinn relationship. That, 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 the, the obvious toxicity of that, of that relationship just coupled in a very comedic criminal. But no, like in the first episode, she expresses that she's tired of his shit. Yeah. And that's like the basis of the whole series. Right. That's the that's like just the, trying to distance herself and become her own and become super her own villain. Super villain. But and try trying to get trying to get respect in the super villain community, building a crew, having the you know, and also the they do mention the whole you know women superhero versus male superhero. We get you know we get we get that too. But the the talents in this in this. Show the the writing, the voice the voices everybody from Al, from Alan Tudyk, J B Smoove, Kelly Cuoco, Lake Bell. Um, Name some words that don't list to me. Um, You're which, an idiot. Uh, which which book? Um, Jim. Ra- well, Jim Rash was the Riddler. Uh, right. What's his name? From Arrested Development, that played Buster as Doctor Psycho. And who came? Uh, back? Ron Funches as King Shark. Um, just everybody in this voice cast was... And plus, uh, the dude that came back... Diedrich Bader, Bader. they brought him back as back. You know what's funny, too, about Brave and the Bold? Like, I was a late-term adopter to that show because Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know if I want to see another campy Batman show till I watched it, and I watched it, and I fucking loved it. It was campy, but... Brave and the Bold was great. in its own way. (laughs) Yeah. I like I go back and wa- I go back and watch that you know marathon that every, Tony you know, Hale that's episode. who played Doctor Psycho I'm sorry, but yeah Brave and the Bold that was a, just a great show and I like that they I liked it of all the bat actors mm. it's weird like I like that they brought back one of bat voice actors I should say they brought back him mm. you know what I'm saying because I mean yeah. Kevin Conroy is busy as hell doing his thing mm-hmm. Diedrich Bader. He's busy too. He's on American Housewife. Yeah. So, but still, like, I like that he was back as Batman. I liked but, his, I liked his portrayal of Batman. And but I like how, I like how they, 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 they did what they set out to do. This is set in the same exact universe as Batman, but it's not a Batman show. He doesn't even show up every episode. He's a, well, he, no, because it's, it's Harley Quinn's show. Why exactly. would he show up in every episode? Yeah. There's I, no need I, for him. Batman, no, but what, I, but what I'm saying is, you know how sometimes they bank on, like, Harley Quinn is, get, is getting as popular as the Holy Trinity, right? So, But no, this is the, the thing is, like, yeah, it's based on a Batman villain. Yeah. He doesn't need to show up often. That's what I'm saying. I'm glad that he didn't. That's what I'm saying. They could have they could have shoo found a way to shoo him in more, and I'm glad they didn't. That's what. Yeah, that's yeah, you know, yeah, I get that. Okay, you know that the, because yeah, you know, I get just because it was a Batman villain, they don't yeah. need to have him. Like All I think over. he showed up like maybe five times the whole season, give right, or take. Exactly, and even though these are villains doing incredibly bad things, with the exception of well, Harley, well, well, uh, probably Poison Ivy is right. A lot of stuff that she was doing wasn't exactly illegal, except for the killing people. Right, like you know, you yeah, because you know, like, when it like, comes to murder, it's kind of iffy. It's like I'm protect, I'm I'm protecting the environment, I'm but murdering. she's not afraid to. But she also says, "Oh, I also observe gun gun rights and stuff, and in the for in the Second Amendment, and all that stuff." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." Um, but the like the development in, the development in the show was was pretty was pretty top notch. Um, now. When it came to when it came to how we got to know this version of you know this version of Ivy everything everything from um, you know the fact that she was already uh, she was already crazy before Joker well established yeah. yes well well like just well established <laughs> even though she was still like they gave her the Harley the Harleen Quinzel thing and I'm like wait a minute um, so she was already crazy as a kid did she just mellow out as she got no. older. Like, like we didn't need to see she, she like she didn't mellow out. She became kind of a professional, but we only saw her in that. That what she did afterwards. Yeah, so, well, we saw her as a psychiatrist, therapist, whatever. But then she met the Joker, and the Joker did his little mind game thing to her, 
and then that's how I can, basically every time you see a Harley Quinn origin. Well, basically he spoke to the crazy inside. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? That that's is the it. best damn depiction I think I've ever heard he of Harley Quinn's origin. He wasn't speaking to Harley. He was speaking to Harley. Crazy exactly. inside. Um, because even in the comics, like her origin is like she's a little bit left of center. Mm-hmm. So. And she ends up becoming a psychiatrist. But I don't think it was, I don't think it was a manipulation. He was just talking to the crazy. And he brought the crazy to the forefront. Again. Again, because when she was a kid, she was already nuts. Well, yeah, so. in the series, yeah, she yeah. was a bit of a fucking uh, a wackadoo. And her her family doesn't help matters at all. So her, her family, her mom is passive aggressive. Her dad. As hell. Her dad. Her dad's a dick. Straight up. Uh, low-level criminal. Her dad's a dick. So the fact that she had to hide, you know, had to keep all that stuff in growing up, and then going it going to the Joker later on makes perfect sense when you look at it that way. Well, because um, she only knows toxic relationships. It that's seems it. Like. She oh, it's like I wonder where I got that from. Like, <laughs> but I mean, we don't know about we don't know about Barry, her brother, because he was a urn. Yeah. Um, I love that. Like that joke was, killed ooh, me. Man, the, that that was, joke was <laughs> like when they did that whole the like uh, '80s theme song, <laughs> that '80s theme song of a that, fucking that, intro. The of them going, yeah, <laughs> and then just you just see, and but they even gave him oh. a credit in the <laughs> urn. Oh, this show! This show is easily one of my favorite animated series in a long time. Because of just the insanity of it, mm-hmm. and on I this, hope on this though for me it's like between Archer, Venture Brothers, this, and this like realm of like comedy, over the top pilots and exactly and- like I've never enjoyed Kaylee Cuoco before. Then she voices Harley Quinn, and I'm like. All right, woman, you've won me over. I remember when she was first announced as Harley Quinn. I was like, well, when oh. they did that big video announcement at uh, Comic Con, New York Comic Con, yeah. what 2018? Yeah, when they did that, when a they, year before the show came out. Right, when they did that originally, that little teaser to get you hyped up about it. I was a little taken aback because I was wondering. How far is she going to go with the accent? And the accent kind of is there. That's the thing, though. Like, she doesn't do, like, how Arlene Sorkin did the accent in the animated series from the 90s. Or uh, or Tara Strong, for that matter. Yeah, she's basically doing her voice with a bit of a twist. Like, there's a little bit of an act. But the accent is, like, maybe 2%. Right. She kills it as Harley Quinn in this show. I remember when, uh, when the... When when the animated film uh, uh, Batman and Harley Quinn was coming out, and they showed you who the featurette of who was gonna be Harley Quinn. That's another uh, Big Bang Theory alum. Well, she played Bernadette. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, was oh I can't remember. Her. I'm mad. I and can't remember her name right she, now. She she upped the accent a little, but a little a little. It wasn't it wasn't like it it wasn't like completely emphasized. Certain certain things like certain things that she said were like when she said like to. To Robin, right before they did what they did, you Wait, sh- Nightwing. Uh, yeah, Nightwing. Right before they did what they did. <laughs> right, but bo- right before they boned down. Yeah. So you talking about the moment when you were wrong? Look. I'm like, yeah, okay, wait, is 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 Nightwing that willing to do something? And then, I said, heck yeah, and that the, was willing because he's trying to keep up with Batman. And, and then what does he say? The trying thing. to get his D wet. And then he's like, the What's things Nightwing I do for Batman? this city. <laughs> He's like, the things I do for this city, and then that's it, fade to black. I'm like, what? All right, fine, fine. But. Because <laughs> you were like, no, he's. he's yeah, he was real reluctant to do that. Like, he's come like, on. He's struggling. He's tied up. He's not going to do anything when he's looking at the trailer. I'm like, nah, he's down. He's down for it. He, listen, he knew what the fuck he was doing. But Melissa Rauch, she played Melissa Bernadette Rauch. on the Big Blank, Big Blank, the Bling Blang Theory. <laughs> but, uh. The Bling Bling Theory. <laughs> <laughs> so when they brought uh, Kelly Cuoco in to do uh, to do uh, Harley Quinn, I'm like, hey, another Big Bang Theory alum, nice. Um, but you know, the, she did she did her thing. She did her thing. Um, the new, well, like new, whatever, because she uses that same costume in the comics. So 
that new the new look they got. And they go more movie Harley Quinn than they do comic Harley mm-hmm. Quinn. Because there's just just the light like I can't say subtle, but very light blue and red in her hair. In her hair. In her blonde hair. That's more movie than comics, I feel like. Mm. Because I want to say in the comics, Wasn't it it's red and black. It, yes, exactly. That's what I was about to say. Like I want to say her her hair in the comics is red and black. It matches her original costume. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously the symbolism of it, like the old school Harley Quinn look, that was her abusive relationship with the Joker. She wants to branch out and do her own thing. So instead of the giant mat and mallet, when that breaks, she's like, "Okay, give me a bat." You know, it's weird to say old school like, Harley Quinn. It's it's weird to say old school Harley Quinn when you're referring to like a character created in the '90s, because that just makes me feel old as hell. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> what, are we, what are we gonna do? We're old fans. We love to. You but know. still, it's like just saying old school. Like the character is only twenty, almost twenty eight years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's old enough to drink. It's yeah. For a couple years now, yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. still, it's just it's just weird to think. I remember watching the animated series yep. and not knowing at first that Harley Quinn was a character made up for the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then finding out, like, she wasn't even introduced into the DC comic universe till 99. Like, she was just in the cartoon for mm-hmm. seven years before she was introduced into the comics. It's like... What the hell? So it's like even that point, like even thinking about that, like she's only been a part of the DC comic universe for twenty, almost twenty one years, and she Jesus. became a and she became a, a fan favorite. Not like well, because like of the right show, out. because people loved her on the show, and then she branched out and basically became well her own person, which is exactly what this is. You know, this whole this whole show is about. Plus her relationship with you know with Ivy and. I, okay, I just gotta say this. I love her crew. Okay, love, yes, her crew is great. I love her crew. Like Doctor Doctor Psycho, you didn't, you wouldn't think that would be one of my favorites, but he is. Even though he's very, you know, he's very much a uh, he. He needs work. Like it's like he, he really need he really needs some work. But um, and then him, like King Shark, I I you know I think uh, I love King, King Shark. Shark. King Shark, be- no. I love King Shark the most. I love him because he's voiced by one of the comedians I fucking love, Ron Funches. And just everything about everything he brought to King Shark was basically his him, it was him being King Shark. Out of all the head, he out, and out he was just so friends. like King Shark was just so lovable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why he's he's right up there on my, on my favorites list for this show. Like other other than the main other than the main like really known like, you know, Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, like King Shark is probably one of my favorite, my main favorites, and then Clayface. Clayface is, is so great in this show because he's just as Alan over Tudyk, the top. Turn it up. That's, yeah, Alan Tudyk pulling double duty in this show as the Clayface and the Joker. And then after but, that, it's gonna be Frank. <laughs> okay, Frank played by JB Smooth. The freaking plan. Basically doing Audrey too, but just, still good. I just, I just kicked your ass, Brooklyn. Can we talk? Also, talk about the fact of like just talk about uh their uh landlord, Cy Borgman. Like it's the by, laziest uh, name Sandra, right? ever, but I fucking love it because he's this old Jewish cyborg. Yeah, you're right. Voiced by Jason Alexander. Yeah. He just fucking kills it in that role. And then in that one episode, was it two episodes before the season finale, where you find out he's a transformer? Transchange bot or something like a that. Yeah. And he's got in he had his he had his sister in, in the in the basement of the I like, I like of the mall. Let her go and then ignore, ignore the chaos in the city. Yeah. You she come is, to find out he was like an assassin for like MI6 or whatever when they do CIA. that whole episode where they're inside Harley's brain. Yeah. And then like him and the other woman, voiced by Rhea Perlman, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 
they're try they're about to burn their bodies so they can like they think everybody is dead because you know, Dr. Psycho has sent them into Harley's mind to figure out why she's frozen. But they're like, eh, we got another couple of dead bodies. Oh, because they're all wearing Suicide Squad shirts when they passed out. I forgot about that part. <laughs> the Easter eggs in here are plenty. No, but like, you see a bunch of people on the ground with Suicide T-shirts. You know what? That's very cultish. You're right. Like, you are, uh, you're damn right. Like, oh, great. This fucking show, man. But it is a very it's 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 great storytelling. No, it really is. Like that's I said. Like when it comes to animated shows and TV shows, DC kills it. This is another one where they killed it. I pray that this show gets a third season when DC Universe becomes HBO Max. And this is probably like <laughs> one of the brightest I, of I, their I original shows. No, when when DC Universe becomes HBO Max, because it's gonna happen. This is the ASMR of the episode. Crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. DC Universe is gonna become HBO Max. So if you have H- DC Universe, just prepare for the changeover. But when it when that happens and becomes a thing, I really want a season three of this show to happen. Because this show is easily one of my favorite animated shows in the last decade. And I know this is just a detail, but but this is probably the most colorful of the original DC Universe shows. Because everything else other than this was really dark. I mean that literally and figuratively. It was, vi- it was very well, dark. Well, it's an animated show. It's going to be more colorful. No, but what I'm saying is even Young Justice wasn't this bright. If you it was look, bright if, if enough. You look at the art, if you it look at the artwork, enough. this was the most colorful, the most I, you know, vibrant. I think you're confusing colorful with bright. I'm talking bright and colorful, seriously. Because Young as Justice... As as it wasn't really colorful to be Batman the animated series. Yeah, because, you know, because they did that on Black... black they animated that on black paper, yeah. Really I'm, yeah, I'm talking but about... But no, Young Justice... It I'm was still cool. colorful. I'm it ta- just wasn't as bright as this show is. I'm talking about as far as you know, as as far as mood and art. Colorful, colorful language. Uh, that too, but I'm say I'm I'm saying as far as the DC universe animated stuff, I'm talking about stuff that's just on this, that's just exclusive to. No, this but that's what I'm service. saying. Like you know? Young Justice isn't as bright as this show. It's Not colorful as hell, but yeah, Harley Quinn is colorful and bright as hell. It, color it's, wise. Ve- it's very it's very dark it's probably the most blood i've seen uh a- a- animated show well because anyway. they this is a whole new thing yeah. whereas young justice is picking up where the the cartoon network show left off yeah now so they can't do like people that are fans of that aren't looking for a gritty bloody f-bomb filled Team uh, Young Justice, but they, they want to see where they want to see where this show picks up I after like they, they did up the blood, blood and stuff of little because they splattered the screen so you see less blood in the scene. He's right. There's but a couple still. times where blood is just coming out and it just splatters the whole. Cover, you can't see what's going on. <laughs> there you go. But still, they're not going to make it Harley Quinn level blood gushing like when king shark got his fucking fin cut off and then all you see is blood shooting out his back for like a full two minutes or every time someone gets stabbed or that or, too or a, or a but that was the more recent off. one in my brain so yeah, yeah it was, it, or yeah, like stabbing versus king shark literally biting people in half he's like, like it, when he was um sticking into that facility and was hacking yeah <laughs> Just walked up to the guard. Yeah. And and plus, he loves guns. He, he loves guns. He like he will get, when he became the when he became the 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 top dog in the prison. He's like, what did I tell you about? Like he's the when most people say when new people came in, he's the car called him a fish. He's like, I told. He flipped out. No, how about when he was in the tank and got a sniff of blood and almost lost his collective shit. Mm-hmm. Cause he's still a shark. Oh, freaking! And um, oh, okay. 
Um, what? Yeah, what else? Oh, oh yeah, the pro- probably one one of many highlights in this show, but one I was not expecting. Kite Man. Oh God, Kite Man in this show was so fucking funny. Kite Man. Like you didn't expect them to make a C-list character as great as they did in this show. Like this guy. Oh, I can't. I can't. I don't think I can really describe this guy, but he was hilarious in it. He tried a little too hard, maybe, but still, it worked. It worked out for him in the end, though. Yeah, because he got to bang Poison Ivy on the regular. But they're yeah, they're in a serious relationship. Like who? Saw, I did not see that coming. Can I ask a question though? Yeah. If kissing Poison Ivy on the lips poisons you. What happens ah. if you... <laughs> oh, boy. I hope it's going where I think. It's Please. going exactly where you think. <laughs> like, her downstairs. Like, do you have to have some it's type of... It's halfway going where I think. Do you have to have some type of special Jimmy Cap? Jimmy Cap. What am I, a fucking 90s MC? I, I, I don't know. It seems like... It but seems n- like the poison mostly works with her... When she wields it, but there's like, still lips. Yeah, there's still lips. Like, like, <laughs> like they've. So is Cunnilingus dangerous for her? That's something I've always wondered about Poison Ivy. Always. No, I think. No, only since like yesterday. Clearly, no, it's something. I think, I think she can control it. I that's don't what I'm know. Think, that's what I'm thinking because they've had se- they they've told they, she said they've had sex. What you know? What yeah, but you- this is the thing. It was probably protected. But she also has Angel on the ready. That's you know what? I didn't yep. take that into account. You're yep. right. She probably has. She probably has. She's got to have some fail safes. Like, yeah, she's got to have some fail safes, especially if they're if if they're doing it on a on a regular basis. I'm still no tree. <laughs> so. Hey, you br- you brought it up because it's just something that, like once I found out that like if you kiss poison ivy, like you could die. But it's like, what if you kiss her downstairs lips? So I was going in a slightly different direction with that when you brought it up. Slightly different, but y'all both ended up in the yeah. same place. That's oh, why we're to shut up, Rick boys. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. I was, I was thinking the other kind of go down with poison ivy. She goes down on you. Oh. <laughs> That's where I thought you were going. No, like, I was thinking. But then you Wow, wait. Away. What happens then, though? <laughs> and there we go. What happens if she goes down on you? Like, That's because what... it's not, you're, it's not like a place that in, you can't inject toxin into the shaft. I'm thinking that she's got to be able to control it. She has got to be able well, to control it. She has to have some sort of. I don't know. Poison Ivy seems like a very dominant woman well, like she she would only give you like oral on like your birthday but also what wow, and okay. even then it's protected but think about well, no, it's kite man so usually like, like eh? but but also kite man is a power saw, bottom yeah but you saw how he was like the first time he went to her place he was already he was already bed. ready <laughs> he was already ready and she's like i this is not going this is not where this was going Oh, he's like, oh, I misread some signals. I'm like, dude, she wasn't giving you any kind of signals. I don't know. I just At fit. first. But still, he she warmed up to him enough to the point where they were steadily banging. Yeah. She called herself his girlfriend. They they acknowledged that they're in a relationship. The fact that she had to hide it from Harley, well, though. One of the acknowledges right now she was going to say yes to that proposal. What happens if he eats her butt? Which is gross, but that's the thing everybody does now, apparently. Huh? Uh, so does... Hey, two weeks, they're wrong. No, so does, hey, eating a butt is gross. Dude, that's so where does, poop uh, comes out of. Dude, I don't do it, you don't do it. All I say was everyone else that does, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, say that again, Nab, I didn't hear you. So let's do Dutch ovens. <laughs> Might as well get the coronavirus from that. <laughs> But, oh, yeah, like, if you, if, I don't even want to say it again. Oof. All right, well, let's move let's on. Let's talk about, let's, let's, let's move, move on. on from the sexual let's dynamics talk, yeah, of let, Poison Ivy. Let's talk. I'm pretty sure the internet's covered that plenty of times. 
Listen, if it hasn't, then the internet is the internet's done a bad job. Well, let's shame on you. I'm not looking that up later. Neither am I. Once we're done recording this, let's talk. Okay, let let, let's talk about let's talk about uh, the Legion of Doom and probably their their most entertaining member, Bane. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why he is my co-host. Because he's a fucking dick. <laughs> no, yeah, let's talk about how it's a different version of Bane, but it's still doing the Bane voice from The Dark Knight Rises. Because those that voice will be forever associated with Bane until the end of time. Like, there can be several... Like I'm saying, with all as many times as they reboot Batman, like I figure, like on my deathbed will be on like our thirtieth reboot of Batman, and there will be someone like, whoa, uh, Tom Welling the Fourth is playing Bane in this one, and I'm like, oh, he's got to do the voice. If he doesn't even acknowledge the voice, then I'm not gonna watch this the day before I die, because that voice is forever associated with Bane, and they. Where Danny freaking told See, that's my favorite voice for Bane. But my favorite Bane is the one from Young Justice. Listen. <laughs> but it's more... That voice is more f- familiar with the minds of the cultural zeitgeist than the Young Justice one is. Oh, I'm, without a doubt, I'm not... That's what I'm saying. Like, that's I'm why not, I, not, I, I, like, I like... Bane. That's I'm why saying my preference. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm saying that's why I found it funny that in this show, this Bane looks like the luchador Bane from the comics for the most part, but still we get the, oh, yes, but the fire rises. Now's not the time for fear. That comes later. Ah. Oh, do me a favor. Say explosions. Explosions. Etc. Explosions are. I know what explosives are. Well, mm. I want explosions. What a lovely, lovely verse. I like how they like, just about a lot of things he said from the Dark Knight. He still uses. <sighs> it would be your reckoning. I'm Gotham's reckoning. You think darkness is your ally? I was born in it, molded in it, etc. They still, like I said, that voice is going to be forever associated with Bane. And like I said, there's going to be different iterations of it, but it's still going to be Bane regardless. So I got such a kick out of it when I first saw. And it's funny because the the guy who voices Bane, James Adomian, is a very, very funny comedian. And the fact that that was his aesthetic choice to go with that voice was well done. So, where does Alan Tudyk's Joker rank for you? Fourth. Both of you. Fourth. In what sense? Out of all Jokers Out of all, of all Jokers. We got oh, it. Oh, I can't rank them. I didn't see the Joker movie yet, so. Oh, uh, you know... Regardless of seeing it or not. Yeah, like right, like as of right now, all the Jokers that let's pretend that that movie didn't do gangbusters and win Joaquin Phoenix a fucking Oscar. Or let's just (laughs) let's just say all the Jokers that you know of right now, right? Minus, uh, you know, minus Joaquin Phoenix. Where does Alan Tudyk portrayal of the Joker rank for you? Nicholson, Hamill, Ledger. Alan Tudyk. That's my four. And well, and then you know, I like. I want to give an acknowledgement to Kevin Michael Richardson because I did love the Joker on The Batman. Right. Um, so those are my top five. Um, John DiMaggio? Yes. Hmm. Respect. Respect, dude. 
Respect, my dude. But he only did it in the one movie, didn't he? But yeah, still counts. Joker, he was still the Joker. That still counts. Yeah. In the movie with the crowbar, bringing it all—it like, all comes <laughs> back to the crowbar. So he's possibly—he's possibly same. Like as far as as far as top four goes, it goes for me, because Hamill to me will be number will be number one. You know, also honorable mention because I genuinely liked Cesar Romero as the Joker, Word even up, though you could see the paint over his mustache. Yep, but that yeah. was the weird thing about who that did, '60s who did, Batman. Who did Joker and uh, Young Justice? Um, you know, I don't know. You guys only showed talk, up in like two episodes. Talk amongst yourself. I'll look it up. As the okay, so as far as because I'm, I'm just be honest with y'all. Originally, when we found out when the when the next season was gonna premiere, I was gonna hold off on talking about this one because they were coming out so quickly. Why? Because yeah. the shits, like I said, it's unheard of. Like they're doing a second season a month and a half after the first well, season I'm ends. Considering the age we live in, where stuff gets. But no, even on streaming sites, you have to right, wait. But I, I would expect that to happen eventually. Eventually, this is just the first. Yeah, but like, regardless, okay, like I want to say, like the like, it's weird that this is my go-to to example. But I remember, like, the closest I've ever seen a first and second season coming out prior to this was Fuller House. Like, season one of Fuller House came out in Whoop. February 2016, mm. and then season two came out December of that year. Like, that's the closest, I when it comes to streaming sites, not like right. network shows and all that jazz, because there's only a four-month gap. Right, but I, I would imagine the time would have eventually gotten shorter, like you said, and... But no, like, I get that, like, they both did, they they... they animated both seasons in the same amount of time and but i it. wasn't expecting i was expecting it to be like no, other streaming sites i would only, only feel different if they just started doing it and mm. then finished like in that short amount of time but no it's like yeah i get that they did that but it's like, it, like I said, it's unheard of for them to do for that, like to put that it out soon. that soon, like, I was it expecting. Been done. I was expecting not to see the season two of Harley Quinn till a year after the first episode came out. Like it could have been done as soon as the you know as soon as this season was was done. But however, you know you never you never hear. I know, but I'm just saying times yeah. are changing. Let this be the first. It's, it's no. It's, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on. I'm it's with just you on like that. I said. It's, it's just it's it, weird. It, it, maybe it's not weird to me because times are changing. I'm not going to stay the same. All right, futurist, we get your I'm fucking gonna, point. But I'm going to go with your. <laughs> I'm going to go with your original point. The reason why they're doing this is probably because of the stuff that's other stuff that's going on with DC. Or we could be completely wrong. But that's the most that makes sense to me. Listen. But like another point is everything else that they have that is exclusive to the platform doesn't have a like announcement date. True. That's because DC Universe is going to become HBO Go in the coming months. You mean HBO right. Max? HBO Max, whatever. It's going to become no, HBO. Either way. Yeah. But uh, no, like, they already had. We already knew it was done, so we already knew that it was ready to go. They're probably like, okay, what's ready to go? Oh, we still need more time for. Uh, Doom Patrol, okay. Well, well, Young Justice, we still need more time in that. All right, well, fuck it, we got it. Harley Quinn, season two, ready to go. Let's do it. God damn it, Johnson, you've done it again. Here's a raise. You're going to work in our fucking almost dead arm of DC. Well, since we only have... Uh, nothing, nothing else we knew was ready. Like, we didn't, Titans, there's no date for that, so that's probably not... Well, season two of Titans already came out, didn't it? No, but like, nothing yeah. more in general. Oh. Right, as far as their original well, stuff goes. Because you got to keep the momentum of originals up. Well, they only have the three now, given that... Uh, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing ended and Stargirl's going to the CW. Right. It's going to both, so... so. 
It's it's gonna, to, it's it's going to be a CW show. To keep, to keep interest as high as it is now, because it's probably its highest interest since they launched with Titans. Uh, keep momentum going. We need something else to come. And uh, even like I said, like yeah, like this is going to be hopefully the thing that keeps them afloat before they the, become the, HBO the Max. Did, I was like, we're ready. We got season two right there. Listen, in three months, in four months, I'm going to give them a grace period. In four months, if DC Universe doesn't suddenly become HBO Max, then... When's HBO Max supposed to start? Mm, I think May. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's May. All right, so we're in, we're recording this on Leap Day. Leap Day! Oh, it's, it's shoot, a day. It doesn't right. count. It doesn't count. Real life is for March. Um, but so yeah, three months until HBO Max comes out. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Like I, I, I feel it in my bones that DC Universe is going to become HBO Max just because of the fact that all their originals and then other stuff from DC that was going to be on DC Universe is going to premiere on that. Well, if they do that and they grandfather us in the ones that got the DC Here's before, fucking hope. That's all I'm like that's all I'm hoping yeah, for cuz that original because that price the price the price is steep. But if it includes what it could potentially include with all the other services being bundled into one service, mm. it's a decent price. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Oh, yeah. But if that's not the case, then you go fuck yourself. <laughs> you heard it right here from Nab Jeter. There you go. HBO, go fuck yourself. You were the first cable right premium. Now, ch- HBO go by itself. That's, it's like $15, and you can go fuck yourself. You've heard it first. Steve, last name withheld, has told HBO to go fuck himself. You were the first uh, premium cable network that I remembered, HBO. And your logo terrorized, terrified me for years. Well. So, you know, I'm, I'm with him on that. Fuck you. Because you knew how scary that fucking intro was before your movies on Saturday nights. <laughs> so. Trying to, I, trying to remember how it went. I remember Don't. How it, went. it was terrifying. <laughs> I thought it was fun. You would. The HBO logo. Oh, okay. I don't know what it was, but I'm not the only one. There is late, late at night. It does look kind of eerie with like, the, like the glow behind the letters. With the static. No, the 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 whole the HBO intro oh, he's on Saturday about the, he's nights. He's talking about the older one, not not now. Yeah, I'm talking about the one from like the like, late trying, the, from I the know, 80s. I, I think I, it's a it's the a POV one from shot. the 80s is fucking terrifying. Yeah, it's a, it's a POV shot, and basically you're. Flying over a bunch of miniatures in a city like Peter Pan. I know what it is. Yeah. So he didn't like he didn't like that one. And I'm not the only one. That thing terrified a generation of children. <laughs> I, I like the fact like towards the end mm. when uh, Ivy gets gigantic. And yeah. Doctor Psychos is swimming by. Put me in your pocket. You know what I'm all about. How about the fact that <laughs> oh, fucking Doctor Psycho got in so much shit because he called Wonder Woman the c word? Like the the whole world the whole world stopped, and then we and 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 then we're but there it's it that that whole you know was that whole that whole thing I. I really didn't have any words after that. Okay, uh, for the record, real quick, I'm watching the 80s in HBO intro. Yeah. This shit is still pretty terrifying. Okay. I don't know why it's terrifying, but it fucking is. Mm. I want to say there's even a Facebook group for it. <laughs> for people recovering? Children recovering from this group. <laughs> I don't know why this fucking thing was so scary, but it so fucking was. Oh my god, I'm gonna have dreams about our list tonight. That was an HBO show, kids. Yeah, and you do see a Grandpa Rick is showing his age. And you do see the Justice you do see the Justice League but For like, you see, a like second. But you but you see like like right. sillier you, like versions. My favorite part of seeing the Justice League is when they're living their everyday lives. You see one woman eating cereal, she got like a milk mustache. <laughs> I liked when uh, was it Zarita, Queen of Fables, <laughs> it gets them all in the book, and right before she uh, 
closes the book, she kicks Superman in. It's like, see you later, handsome. Voiced by Wanda, Wanda Sykes. Sykes. Big ups, Wanda Sykes. I know you had fun in that in that book. She, you, she, you know, she had a blast voicing it, even though she got killed in that same episode. Mm, well, she Harley Quinn learned from her. Learned from her mistakes. It's just, it's just like that. That whole episode, like I didn't oh, want to just. You you asked earlier today before we started. Yeah. And yes, Philomar is in it. Because you end the motherfucking bloodline. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Philomar was the guy that, yeah. That survived shoot. her bloody massacre. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, the man. The bloodline. <sighs> Just, oh. All right. Philomar's in everything. Man. He, like I said, he's man. the Samuel Jackson of animated movies. He's in damn near everything. It it was it was it was beautiful. Or animated, anything. I shouldn't say movies. This practice family reunion in Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Having this old school <laughs> origin story. I threw myself on the electric fence and got power. You know what? But that's some real old school yeah. DC origin shit. Yep. Like, <laughs> it might as well. Surviving, he, surviving the massacre. He might as well have gotten hit with some radioactive ooze. Something like that. Like, I love... That's the thing I, I love. Like, I love that about fucking, like, modern-day superheroes that ha still stick with that old-school 60s, 50s, 30s, whatever, before it gets retconned origin, where it's like, oh, I did something with something radioactive. I did some science experiment, and now I'm this. Oh, we were hit with cosmic rays, and now we have the powers of the Earth, kind of? I don't know. I love that that's still a thing. Or just like a gas explosion. And, uh, yeah, something yeah. Along, like, I, like, I don't get me wrong. I love the X-Men. They are my favorite. But like, even yeah, Stan Lee, no, but even Stan Lee said he was like, he couldn't think of anything else. He was like, Ah, they're born with it, true believer. <laughs> That's just how they be get their powers. My favorite is everyone's origin and static shock. Trying to kill the youth with the gas. Some of them got powers. Oops. <laughs> that felt like the laziest origin ever. For, for majority of your villains, it's some heroes. <laughs> that was the laziest origin ever. So, Try to kill the youth. like, hey, well, some gas gave him powers. What are you going to do? We tried to kill him. It worked it, on half. The other half became metahumans. What are you going to do? So, there was 13 episodes in this first season total. Um, Was there a bad episode in the bunch? No. Every one of these episodes was gold. There wasn't one episode where I didn't laugh, like, hard. Faces like speaking over Riddler. <laughs> yeah, listen. Like whoever. When they were singing Happy Birth, oh god! Like whoever wrote this show, and well, let's say wrote this show was specifically writing for Clayface deserves an award by themselves because Clayface was so awesomely written in this show. Like, I love, like, they did, like, he him being this overly dramatic like over-actor all the time. Like, when they were going, like, when they crashed, uh, Young Joshua's bar mitzvah. Young Joshua. <laughs> Can we also talk about the episode where his hand gets cut off, gets cut, cut off, and becomes sentient? And he, be and it was, and he and became he friends with Jim Gordon. With Jim Gordon, who right, is, right, who right, himself right. is at not having a great time in, in this show. Because it was, it was, he's having a rocky relationship with his wife. Everything lives, everything dies. But still, everything about it was just great about that episode. Like, his, the the hand was, since you had a face on it, was well aware. And the weird, the only weird thing about the hand was that and somebody, yes, exactly. <laughs> somebody took the time out to give the hand a butt. Yeah. 
But no, the other point I was making is when they were being asked at the bar mitzvah what they're turning in their weapons, and he turns into acting book. When <laughs> <laughs> I kill someone with acting, then you'll take it from me. <laughs> Listen. That's why Clayface. I'm Clayface would kill somebody with acting. Listen, Clayface was my second favorite character on this show. <laughs> Alan Tudyk fucking... I don't know. He was shooting for the fences when he did this. Oh, mm-hmm. no. Poison Ivy's hunter, fear toxin. Someone poisoned Ivy. <laughs> and he, oh, he said that was waiting for the laugh. He's looking around like, you guys get it? Maybe, maybe I'll try it again when, there's, when the stakes do you, are low. Do you guys get it? Someone poisoned <laughs> Ivy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He, like I said, he's my second favorite character on this show. He is my favorite iteration of Clayface. Oh, man. It's... I mean, they, they, the Clayface is ranking doesn't change for villains. Mm. For whoever that personality is for. That's my new favorite personality for Clayface. Exactly. It's not my favorite Clayface as, like, a villain, but my favorite... Iteration of yeah. Clayface, yeah, I, you know, you and me both, because Clayface has always been this, uh, sto—I can't say stoic, but just like uh, resentful, yeah. like oh, yeah, resentful, like I was supposed to be the greatest actor ever, or whatever, and then whatever, whatever. But no, this iteration of Clayface is like I'm still the world's greatest actor, and I will show you what? in space. One of my acting jobs was when I played Air Bud after I ran over the original Air Bud. Wait, <laughs> 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 well, you can imagine Clayface? Bow wow! Bow wow! <laughs> I was also one Mark. of the. I was also Tony Danza standing in Angels in the Outfield. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. When? Alright. So when they infiltrate Zeus's place, Maxi Zeus and Maxi Maxi Zeus, who oh when he who's starts playing, oh when he's playing his son, and every time he says something about his mother, he changes yeah. an aspect of it. Oh my god, that was the that was that was the funniest shit ever. Oh my god, that was the one of the funniest scenes in this whole series. He, like, he made his teeth messed up, gave him the, you're right, gave him the hunchback, all this other stuff. That was the funniest damn scene in the series. God, I can't wait till April 3rd now. I need more Clayface in my life now. We need more King Shark. We need more. Cl- no, we need more- I need more Clayface, and I need more King Shark. We need more Clayface. We I need- love King Shark, but I love Clayface. Ones that we know that will be guaranteed to show up for for season two. We're finally getting Catwoman and uh, Mr. Freeze. And one uh, and one amusing tidbit I found out from a uh, from an interview recently. Um, they have a. They they have a limit to how many f bombs they can drop per episode. Really? Yeah. So so they so. Is it thirty two? So. <laughs> I've never counted. It's so, like a hundred, right? So Kay so Kaylee and uh and Lake Bell while um while on an interview were were joking like hey because they're not in because they're not in the booth together so they're like wait a minute did so and so drop the last last f bomb I wanted to take that one for my script do I like so I'm just imagining. Them, to, you know, them competing over who's gonna say the f word the most before the episode count runs. I out. feel like there, there's like at least twenty fucks an episode. <laughs> at least. Oh man, so you know what? That's where I want to end it. I want to ask everyone who is listening to this. First off, thank you for listening. We'll definitely be back when season two comes about, and we'll definitely be doing uh, more on the brain everything. Not <laughs> yeah, just look DC, for not our just DC season yeah, two. Look for our season two recap in uh, June. In a short few months. So. Let us know what you think of Harley Quinn. What do you think of the DC Universe, uh, in uh, DC Universe streaming service in general? But what do you soon to be HBO Max. Soon to be, but what do you think of this of this overall uh, of this overall version of Harley Quinn? This entire show, the artwork, everything, voice acting, everything. Let us know. You can reach us at 
Twitter at on the brain ENT, Facebook at on the brain ENT. Check Talk us out. boy, Talk boy pen. Check us out Hit on clips. our uh, beepers. <laughs> check us out on check us out on Instagram and anywhere you get your podcast fix. Your Spotify, your Apple Podcasts, your Google Podcasts, your Stitchers, all that great stuff. And we will catch you on the next episode. Peace, love, and never, never be, be normal. normal. I got you that time. You did. <laughs> Keeping it. You wanted to.